Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We are now in Masachet Shkalim on what's marked in our Bavli edition as Yod Aleph Amud Aleph at a new Mishnah, which perhaps is the middle of Mishnah. In any case, Motarak Toret Mahayosinba. What would they do with the surplus Toret? What they would do is there were people who were working in the Beit HaMikdash, uh, construction, whatever it may be. They had to get paid. So they would put aside the Torah to the amount that they owed. And then they would take the money that was owed to the Umanim and they would have the Torah take its place and swap it. Then they'd give the Torah to the Umanim. The Torah was now whole. Uh, the money was Kodesh. They'd give the Torah to the Umanim. They're not going to do anything with the Torah, of course. But remember, any Torah that's offered has to be bought with the new fund. So this is the leftover at the end of the year. Then they would take the new fund, buy it back from the Umanim, and then the money that they have is now surplus to give to the Umanim. Parenthetically, uh, note that if uh, if Adar is 30 days, Meaning that if Adar is 30 days, the Korbanot on that 30th day come from the new fund. Otherwise, on the 29th, they come from the old fund. Okay, now, uh, back into our Gemara. By taking the Ktoret and redeeming it on the funds, the funds are from, are, are from, from Kodesh. So you're being Machal Kodesh on Kodesh. So Ketzaro said the answers are missing a step. Amr Bishimon, Barkarsana, you bring money that is whole and you, uh, sorry, that's Kodesh, and you redeem it on the Binyan. Remember, they did some building. That building is whole. You make it Kodesh by transferring the Kodesh of the money onto it. And the money is now, okay. Then you bring Torah and you have the Torah go onto the money. Now the Torah is Chulin. The money is again Kodesh. The, 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 uh, Ktoret goes to the Umanim, and then the rest of it plays out as the Mishnah. What do you do with that money that you used in the middle? These should be given to these two families, Beit Garmu and Beit Avtinas, who we learned about in, in Masachet Yoma, and there's a piece of that that in some of the Rishalmis got copied in uh, from the Sugi in Yoma. That they were the extra experts in making the Torah and making the Lachma Panim, and so that should be given to them. That's only if the money was already owed to them at the time he set aside the Ma'ot. So that the Ma'ot that you used as that intermediary in this stage, the Ma'ot that were already owed to them. Boy, so he asked the following question. What happens if they didn't owe the money? Then what could they do with, the, with these coins? Rabbi Yochanan, so he quotes Rabbi Yochanan, Katsin bet HaMizbeach, they'd use it to buy Korbanot to just bring to the Mizbeach at the end of the year. And Barba Koin, boy, he called me Rabbi Yossi, he asked Rabbi Yossi, Machafashitid Rabbi Chia Barba. Sounds like Rabbi Chia Baraba, his, his, um, his shita is backwards, why? Taman Srichale, over there he asked the question what to do with this, Vahacham Shitale, and here he knew exactly what to do with it. The answer is Hainit Srichale Bekleh Sharet. He was asking about Klei Sharet, what to do. To put it in the back is always safe. Just buy more korban out and bring it to the back. That's always safe. The problem of having, what he asked before, about having the individual's funds go for the clay charet, that's specifically a problem for the clay charet, and, uh, and that's what was, that's why he asked the question there. 
to eat palgun because we have the machloket. Pitma bechulin. Let's say that you used a, a clay hole to make the ktoret. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Chanin, Amar psula. No good. Rabbi Shua, Ben Levi, Amar kshirat valid. Matam Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Why do you say it's invalid? Because the kodesh tihia. It has to be kodesh. Meaning shtei havayatam kodesh. Its creation has to be by kodesh. Matam Rishuv and Levi. He used the same pasuk kodesh tihia. Shetei ba'am mitrumat halishka. That has to come from Kodesh money. We also Rebun, and therefore it doesn't have to be made in, in a clay Kodesh. Because Rebun, Atur Rebiosu Hananya Kishmuel. So Rebiosu Hanina follows Shmuel. Rebiosu Levi, Rebiosu Why? Taninan. We have a Mishnah later on. Hamaktishna Chasav, later on our Perak. A guy, a person is Maktish's property, and it has in it things that are fit for Korbanot Sibur, animals. And then, and then it, it talks about what to do with it. Rabbi Yochanan Mark Torah. He says, you know what that's talking about? That's talking about Torah. Meaning, according to Rabbi Yochanan, Torah could be something that was prepared in a clay hole, and it would still be valid Torah, and that's why it said, Dvarim Haru'in Le Korbanot Sibur. So Rabbi Yochanan seems to be saying the same as Rabbi Shimon Levi, that if it's made in clay hole, it's Kodesh. How do we know Shmuel said differently? So Rabbi Oshaya says that's not a proof, because that case could have been that the fellow who dedicated his property was one of the workers in Beit Avtinas who made the Torah, and maybe it was made in Kodesh. Now, where's that from? The grinder, the spice grinder, they treated like a clay charette. Then how could you redeem the Torah if it was made in clay charette? It can't be that the grinder is, is a clay charette. And this seems to go totally against the idea that the Torah has to be made in a clay kodesh. That's Shmuel's position, and Shmuel happens to hold that when it comes to motar, we are lenient, meaning, even though something was made in a clay kodesh, if it's a surplus, there's a leniency that we have to allow to redeem it to be able to use it elsewhere, and that that's why that's why we could still hold the position that the clay that was used uh, for making this uh, ktoret that we're referring to had been uh, sanctified. Here we go. This is the Kalhub Motar. Let's say that they, at the end of the year, it should be Tmidim. At the end of the year, they had more Korbanot Tamid and the year was over. You redeem them as is without a mum. For Biochan Amar, Niftin Kipsule No, they have to become Bali Mumim. Now, Hotiru Si'irim. Now, what if they had, had goats left over from the uh, from the chatot uh, tzibur on the regalim in Rosh Chodesh? Al date de Shmuel, according to Shmuel, im olah nifteit lo koshken chatat. If you could redeem an olah, meaning according to Shmuel, koran tamid was an olah, could be redeemed without a mum. So certainly this chatat could be redeemed. Al date Rabbi Yochanan, but what about Rabbi Yochanan? I'm Rabbi Zera Yeru. So Rabbi Zera says Rabbi Yochanan would say, let them graze and get a mum. Shmuel Yitzchak. He disagrees. He says they would take these chataot and use them as olot to the mizbeach. Can you take a chatat and bring it as an olah? The answer is, The definition of what this korban is, is only a shchita. So it was set aside for a chatat of koran sibur. And now you change an olah, that's fine. And at the moment of shchita, it becomes an olah. In other words, a korban yachid, when a person designates something, it has its own designation, can't be changed. Korbanot sibur, you've just got all these animals. You use them for whatever the need is, and if it was originally a chatat, now turn it to an olah, that's fine. 
Hananya, Tanai Beitin, Hua Motarot, Shikuvu Olot. So he says something similar to what we ascribe to Shmuel, which is that all of the uh, Korbanot Sibur, the Motarot, go as Olot. He will pause at this point. We'll pick it up with the uh, last podcast in this parak about someone who dedicates his uh, property to Hakdash and has things in it that are fit or not fit for Korbanot and how to deal with that. We already saw alluded to in our Sugya. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.